The Devil's Advocates Radio Show is broadcast under a time brokerage agreement between Devil Radio and Civic Media Inc. Some portions of this program may be pre-recorded. Warning! You are about to listen to the greatest radio show ever, and due to contractual obligations and to shield our airwaves and corporate licensees from any semblance of liability, responsibility, and gullibility, we must tell you the views represented on this show are not necessarily those of this station or its management. This radio show contains differing points of view on current political topics, and due to the nature of its contents, it should be heard by everyone. Thank you for listening. Now live from the Civic Media Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, where the political party is just beginning, welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. Friends proving it's never personal, only politics. Please allow me to introduce myself. And now, here's your hosts, Dom and Crute. Welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. It's Friday, Dom. We made it through the whole week. Woohoo! Happy Friday, Crutey! Good to see you, Nate, and of course, our fair audience. Thank you for joining the political party. It's going to be a fun one. Well, we're going to air some grievances up here. It's Friday. That is our tradition. And a few guests. Uh, we've got our friend, Alan Robinson from the Herbal Aspect, joining us at 420 with some 420 facts. And Dom, a gentleman I made the acquaintance of in Des Moines, Iowa, joining today, Jonathan Sutter, going to talk about air travel for those on the spectrum and others that need a little assistance getting on airplanes and that you know that might come in handy for me dom i am not always a devoutly christian man but i do pray every time again on an airplane <laughs> i pray i take off my hat you know because i want god to see my bald head down here and <laughs> please god look over at the flight crew and all these nice people sitting around me, except that guy. He's kind of kind of poking me with this elbow. You, you, you can take and, off your hat, but leave on your pants, Curdy. Oh, that's, well, <laughs> maybe that's why I was doing wrong. I've been thrown off a few flights. But why it's relevant, Tom, because I'm flying next week, heading out to Vegas, baby, going to Las Vegas, because next Tuesday is a presidential primary. Next Thursday is a presidential caucus, and I hear there's some football game going on in Vegas next Sunday. You got a favorite? Yes. Who? Whoever Joe Biden's betting on. You know, the (laughs) the president's going to Vegas, too. Joe Biden is getting on an airplane. He's going to Vegas, and and I'm going to follow whatever team he puts his money down on the MGM Grand. I'm going to follow Joe Biden's thing. But I suspect from all the conspiracy theories I've seen online, Dom, I think (laughs) probably the Chiefs are a safe bet. The fix is in, didn't you know? Oh, I I heard. I heard. Even the Pentagon's jumping in like, oh, my God, you people, relax. It's not a psych, psych, psyops. Uh, Crudy, we do have some breaking That's, of course, what the Pentagon would say. (laughs) Of course. Uh, U.S. Central Command uh, saying that we have taken uh, strikes, retaliatory strikes, against more than 85 targets in Iran and Syria. That so always makes me go. a little nervous. I'm just saying. Yeah, just saying. Iranian, what, Iranians, militias in Iraq and Syria. 
and Iranian proxies in Iraq and Syria. Uh, also did see a note on the Chiron on CNN, uh, a Pentagon official saying that we will not strike inside of Iran. Who today? Today. But of course, well, that's what it, they the Pentagon's not going to tell you if they are going to strike inside Iran. They're not going to tell you whether or not Taylor Swift is a secret psyop. That's not what they do. <laughs> they don't tell you. But, Dom, I have been told the president of the United States, Joe Biden, he's going to Vegas. He precedes Why? me there. Well, Why? campaign stop. Vegas, there's a primary on Tuesday. The man's on the ballot. I don't know if you All know right. this, but I do regret that President Joe Biden will precede me there. He's flying in on Sunday night, and he's apparently staying through Monday, flying out on the 5th. And our buddy, uh, sports reporter for Civic Media, we plan on having him on Super Bowl Friday, next next Friday from Vegas, Tom. I said, hey, you know, Joe Biden's also flying into Vegas about the same time you were going to arrive, oh, right, Mike? That yeah, so I can't wait till they shut down the <laughs> air traffic. Right. And he's already very concerned about the uh, the travel within the Super Bowl corridor because apparently they shut that down as well. You know, sort of like an RNC DNC event, um, very safety concern. So, yeah. Joe Ve Joe Vegas, Joe Biden going to Vegas. Do you think you'll bet on the Chiefs, Dom? Hey, man, don't tell Zapecki that there's a new Vegas Joe. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, right. He'll yeah, so I, I fully expect the president to put, you know, 100 bucks down on the Kansas City Chiefs because, of course, he will. And because all of Q land will be betting against Taylor Swift's boyfriend and the Chiefs, they'll all be on the Niners. Although, isn't that where Nancy Pelosi's from? It's very confusing, very <laughs> contorting for these, these conspiracy theorists. Um, a little bit on the president's trip to Vegas. President Joe Biden will travel to Las Vegas this weekend for a campaign stop ahead of Nevada's presidential primary, also the reason why yours truly is going out there. The White House confirmed Biden will travel from L.A. to Vegas on Sunday, February 4th. The campaign event is scheduled for that afternoon in a historic West Side neighborhood. Uh, he will remain in Las Vegas through Monday, February 5th. Unless he catches a roll at the tables, then he might stay forever. You never can't tell. Yep, all night, man. There's no windows in those casinos. Dominic, the presidential visit comes as Nevada wraps up early voting for the presidential preference primary election day for the primary is Tuesday, February 6th. Uh, Biden was last in Vegas in December to promote federal grant funding for the Brightline West high-speed rail project. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris has also made two trips to the city in the month of January. Do you think that perhaps they see Nevada as a crucial swing state, Tom? I do. Aren't all the swing states crucial? That's what makes them swing states, Grudy. Well, not everyone may know that there's like a handful of states that matter, but Nevada is one of them. And I will be in Nevada, and Joe Biden will be in Nevada, and probably Taylor Swift will be in Nevada. Where's Dom, though? Who knows? <laughs> not in Nevada. Home watching on the boob tube. 844-967-2789. We air grievances on the Fridays. And the new maps, Tom, this ruling that came out post-show, and my only regret is it came out post-show. We couldn't announce it on yesterday's big show. But what was that announcement, Tom? That is news our audience should know. 
Uh, Molly Beck reporting at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. The Wisconsin Supreme Court has about a month left to put in place new legislative maps as part of a lawsuit challenging constitutionality of the current Republican-drawn maps, a process that is drawing heavy political fire. Yeah, man, those Republicans are not happy, Curdy, uh, that they're going to have to ha have a fair fight. Two court-appointed redistricting consultants. It's the consultants, Curdy. On Thursday, effectively ruled out uh, ruled out the only proposals from Republicans suggesting the court will consider plans submitted by Democrats or university professors as part of their work to draft new maps to replace the boundaries that the court ruled in December to be unconstitutional. The analysis by Bernard Groffman of the University of California, Irvine, and Jonathan Carvas of Carnegie Mellon University is being blasted by Republicans, signaling the already fierce fight over power in the state legislature will get even more heated. Rick Essenberg, Curdy's buddy, president and chief counsel of the conservative Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, which submitted a proposal to the court, said the consultants were acting within a, quote, fog of faux sophistication. He lives in a fog of faux sophistication. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Please continue. And I'm the, sorry. The state GOP described the consultants report as a, quote, brazen hack job by left wing partisan actors. One can only conclude that the newly elected Supreme Court Justice Jenna Protasiewicz and her Democratic colleagues on the Supreme Court are using this quote-unquote report as a convenient excuse to take a ham-fisted blue marker to the maps in whatever way their out-of-state dark money donors demand. GOP spokesman Matt Fisher said in a statement. Couldn't they be and dark money in-state donors? You never know. Why not? You never know. It's dark money. You'll never know. Dan Lenz, an attorney for the liberal-leading law forward, which also submitted a map proposal to the court, said the consultant's report signals the current legislative maps will no longer be in place. A uh, quote from Lenz. What this report ultimately means is that the extreme Republican gerrymander Wisconsinites have been living under for 13 years is very close to coming to an end. This is another important step to once again have a representative democracy in Wisconsin. And just one, uh, two more paragraphs here, Curdy. Barry Burden, a political science professor at the University of Wisconsin-Madison and the director of the university's Elections Research Center, said GOP efforts to brand the consultants as biased towards Democrats are not convincing. Well, Barry, why is that? Well, here's what he says. Servicing Groffman have worked for both major political parties in the past and have proven records of designing districts that sometimes displease Democrats and sometimes displease Republicans. Their analysis in this case was a straightforward and transparent look at the legal, legal criteria that had to be considered. Groffman even worked for Republicans in Wisconsin during prior redistricting cycles. What? So this guy worked with Republicans during prior redistricting cycles, which, of course, ended up with gerrymandered maps. And, and what? Matt Fisher, the uh, GOP spokesman, says that these are what? Out-of-state dark money donors demanding this? I mean, the whole thing is just ridiculous yes let's have some fair maps you trusted him before you liked him when he gave you your maps what's the problem now well they like the former maps the deeply entrenched twice approved maps down the ones they had to run up the flagpole to the u.s supreme court you know to get the way they wanted them just right down and they offered tony a fair deal just with some minuscule changes they offered minuscule. him the deal that they ran up the flagpole to the U.S. Supreme Court to have overruled. But now with the Wisconsin no. Supreme Court and these maps coming out, you could understand why Tony might 
you know, veto it and take a flyer. You know, hard eight. Just keep rolling, Tony. You'll be okay. <laughs> You'll catch it. I'll, I, I like the governor's odds. I like our odds. We Wisconsinites, you know, we're the, the real Wisconsinites. Um, <laughs> I, I like our chances on these fair maps, and I appreciate the fact that these consultants have basically already thrown out the worst of the worst, the partisan gerrymandering, the continued efforts of the Republicans, all for naught. All for naught. Throw them aside. Throw them in the garbage. They're like a scrap of paper, you know. I'm betting Detroit for the Super Bowl. It's about oh, come on. their maps are worth it's about worthwhile. as much as that scrap of paper. Um, Joe's going to Vegas. I'm going to Vegas, but not before we air your grievances. 844-967-2789. Alan Robinson joins us next. Our fine sponsor partner from Herbal Aspect. Las Vegas. When they go low, we get high. The Devil's Advocates. And thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. Back from the 420 break. Make sure you download the Civic Media app. Super cool. Take the Devils with you everywhere you go. Find it at your favorite app store. Dom, I've been joined here in the WMDX 92.7 FM studios by a sponsored partner of the Devil's Advocates, our friend. Alan Robinson from the Herbal Aspect. Alan, where are we starting today, man? 420 Facts, lay some on us. Oh, Crudy, hey, how Alan. you doing? First off, thanks. Uh, what's up, Dom? How it you doing? It is Friday. We always, we're always happy to see you, man, because yeah. Friday. Well, you know, I'm always bringing <laughs> goodies and gifts with me, so that's another reason. That, oh, know. I didn't even notice. Oh, he comes bearing <laughs> oh, gifts. Oh, man, wait, what? There's a little flower in the studio today. That said, uh, you know... I had a conversation with uh, one of our attorneys earlier today, and he was telling me about how there's this big, uh, uh, I guess it's a propaganda push for Joe Biden having put, uh, uh, he pardoned all of the cannabis offenses. Do you recall him having done that? Yes. Federal, okay. Yes. So, you know, I panned him pretty widely personally for that because nobody's locked up federally for cannabis possession anymore. They haven't been doing that for quite some time. Uh, but one of the things that my attorney kind of pointed out to me is that everyone that would have gotten a cannabis offense up until that point is now eligible for like college aid or federal funding and things of that nature. So the move, they had been excluded through their quote unquote drug conviction They'd been excluded from financial aid going to college. Yeah, man. You know, you can rob somebody. Terrible. You can rob, rape, batter, uh, thieves, steal. You know, all of the all of the awful things. And the government will still give you money to go to college. But if you sell somebody a joint, that's it. That's all. So you know, his move to uh, to pardon those offenses, uh, and and it really did loosen those it loosened those restrictions. It was a it was a great move. Uh, in contrast to what's going on here in Wisconsin, I just find it so funny because, you know, I met with Mary Falskowski some a couple of years back. Republican she, state lawmaker. Yep. When she was in the assembly, uh, she introduced a medical bill and I met her with her and talked to her, talked with her about it. She said, you know, I was one of, well, she was one of the few Republicans that I ever, that I had an opportunity to meet with her, Teston, uh, a couple other folks. Did you find her open-minded then? I found her open-minded to suggestions in the bill. Uh, her bill was really restrictive. I advised her to, at the time, speak with her 
uh, assembly counterpart, Senator, uh, right. current Senator Agard, right? And she she ignored me. Now, what what was funny was that maybe a year 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 ago, I went up to the Capitol uh, lobbying with some business colleagues of mine uh, in regards to Devin LeMayhew's interest in you know cannabis reform. Uh, I saw. Senator Falskowski getting off the elevator at that time. They were coming out of caucus, right? Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you want to talk about somebody that looked like they went through it. She was in there with <laughs> and she told me, she was like, yeah, you know, Robin wants to start over. <laughs> Robin uh, Voss, Speaker of the Assembly. I mean, you want to talk about like a gorilla riding a bull. It looked awful. She looked like she had had a rough time. Right, like, and... Difficult uh, negotiations. Very. Smoky backfield room. Probably no smoke. That's, no one Robin Voss. That she didn't come out on top of, right? Yeah, uh, clearly. Yeah. And, you know, we left the Capitol. That was about a year a year ago. And when we come back, you know, or later, later, Robin comes out with his pill, poison pill, pill bill. Of course, he's going to meet uh, resistance from Mary in the Senate, right? Like, and she said so. She was like, this is a non-starter. There's no point in even having negotiations because... The assembly isn't willing to come aboard, so we're not. They're not even going to take that bill up this session. So, if you look at what's going on from like a national level with the Republicans and the Democrats to like what's even going on on a state level with the cannabis reform issue, uh, there's one party that seems to be handling it correctly, and then there's one party that seems to be an impediment. But that's also in keeping with everything that they've done. You know, Alan Robinson, our good friend and sponsor partner from the Herbal Aspect, I am so looking forward to. The state of Wisconsin being in the medical marijuana business and opening their DMV style dispensaries, it's going to have all the charm of like checking out at Walmart on Christmas Eve, I suspect. Bro, I promise you, absolutely nobody wants that. You know, I, I stock my dispensaries with uh, both great products and quality employees so that we can get people in and out, right? We, I just gave somebody a, a devil radio consultation on Wednesday. Nice, nice. Yeah, the lady suffers from uh, what she thought was uh, anxiety, but is actually just irritability. And <laughs> I have that just I through my association with Don. <laughs> hey, man, and I can tell you, you know, uh, in her line of work, in her profession, which I won't, uh, you know, I can definitely see it's stressful. And so being irritable that's a that's an issue well I, I smoke some weed miss and so we can <laughs> <laughs> fine advice you know? from our good friend alan robinson from the herbal aspect you know i i met a gentleman yesterday at a legal marijuana dispensary or very recently i won't say it was yesterday but i think it was yesterday and uh this this gentleman would have been a great um a great candidate for actual medical marijuana he told me that he had been advised by his doctors to not smoke anymore. Mm. He said, nothing? He said, no, I used to smoke marijuana. Uh, after many years of working in a factory, once he'd moved beyond the drug testing days, uh, he, he found relief through marijuana use. He had lost a toe. I teasingly called him nine-toe Dan. Mm. Uh, but he had been advised that he could lose everything in his lower leg if he continued mm. to smoke. So a guy like this, literally, I mean, is a great candidate for medical marijuana, but really needs someone that understands gummies and all these sort of things. I recommended him to you. So if yeah. you, you see him 
Well, yeah, man. Hobbling in. If, uh, and he says, Devil's Advocate sent me. That's Dan. You know, that Nicki Minaj got in trouble for calling that uh, Megan the Stallion Bigfoot recently here. So I don't know if you should be talking about that man's foot. But I will tell you that I will. Dan was a very friendly sort. He is very interested in, you know, the radio job. That, that oh. seemed quite interesting. The fact that we had no drug testing. Yeah. Well, Former factory guy. Okay. Well, you know, there's so many ways that he can consume cannabis, right? You have tinctures. You have gummies. We've got a vegan soft gel uh, gel cap that's measured out at 10 milligrams and one milli measured out at 25 milligrams. And, you know, that 10 milligram dosage is great because it's similar to a micro dose. The effective dosage of THCs is right around 12 milligrams, right? But we find that your cannabis sensitive individuals, that 10 milligram dose, that'll be right about enough to not send them over into a panic, but to, to really generate and stimulate some euphoria. So, I mean, there's so many different ways that you can consume. You don't necessarily have to smoke. I uh, did, however, bring some flour to Today, I'll invite you to have a sniff. That's uh, the white oh, oh, chocolate. That smells like freedom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you can pick <laughs> Our those Our friend up. Alan Robinson from Herbal Aspects. Uh, before we run out of time, Alan, I'm uh, just curious, based on uh, talking about the, the drug testing and whatnot, uh, you sell, of course, legal cannabis here in the mm -hmm. state of Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. uh, does, that, does that show up on a drug test? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what it they does. test for, yeah, what they test for when they test for THCs is the... Um, the residuals that the things that your body turns it into and that's actually a different thc called 11 hydroxy thc uh ironically it doesn't matter what type of thc your body consumes it turns it into 11 hydroxy thc so yeah the uh yeah you'll yeah you'll you'll certainly get positive because you're you're certainly gotten high okay <laughs> Our friend Alan Robinson sponsor partners with herbal aspect Alan how can people learn more get the free devil consultation oh man go on to devil uh ah. <laughs> go on to herbalaspect.com uh use the code devil radio when you sign up for the consultation or you could of course stop into any one of our three locations and any one of our employees there staff members will help you out we've got 35 thank you l oh shit that's it <laughs> thank you alan folks we'll be right back Occupy didn't start on Wall Street. It started on our street, the Devil's Advocates. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show, the Friday edition. Want to thank our sponsor partners, Herbal Aspect. Thank you, Alan Robinson. Appreciate you coming around, giving us some 420 backs. Don, we've been joined right now live via stream by Jonathan Sutter. He is here on behalf of TravelingWiki.com. And I met Jonathan in Des Moines, Iowa. We were both at the downtown Marriott. Uh, Jonathan, <laughs> welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. I got the feeling, in retrospect, that you, like I, might have been, you know, there stalking people at the political downtown Marriott, where all the people come after the political functions in, in Iowa. And uh, we met there and tell people what, what, your purpose has become i know it's not your only purpose but it's a big part of it jonathan welcome tell me your purpose sir. absolutely and let me start by thanking you and uh, the listeners throughout wisconsin and i believe chicago and minneapolis as well in your in your listening uh, area for this opportunity um yeah i mean it's funny you mentioned <laughs> stalking i like so much i I'm, I'm creating and growing a database which has become the largest of its kind in, in the world to provide free 
resources to document those resources for the autism community to enable traveling. And it's funny you mentioned, you know, stalking individuals um, in, a, in, in a very serious sense. So much of the autism community, and we're also now extending this to dementia and Parkinson's and Alzheimer's through the TSA.gov. Um, so much of the community is nonverbal. So I view it as incumbent upon me to be that much more vocal for a community. Sometimes you don't get in life unless you advocate and you speak loudly. Um, and so I'm doing that and I'm trying to talk to anybody and any, any everybody and anybody who will listen about the importance of this. And perhaps, Jonathan, serendipitous that you and I met at that night, at that time, uh, as yeah. you now know, I've got a son on the spectrum. And you have, uh, I believe, a son on the spectrum as well, but perhaps our experiences are somewhat different. And I've told our audience and my good buddy, Dominic, he knows my son loves to travel and we've taken Caden many places with us and he's traveled without us. And, you know, it was a good, good little traveler. That's not a universal thing, Jonathan. And, and as many challenges as my son has had, traveling has not been one of them. But you've had a, a completely different experience, have you not, sir? Yeah, and, and to be clear, this is not, you know, I, I in terms of personal on my side, this is about others. This is, um, for me, this is so much about families like yours and so many families and individuals that um, don't necessarily or have difficulties accessing air travel. I view air travel as something that's an enabler in life. It allows people to do, to go off to college if the best college of their choices across the country. It allows people to go do careers that uh, may otherwise be inaccessible to them um, without uh, having access to air travel. And what we are trying to do, um, what I'm trying to do with this resource is show people what resources exist, where they're starting from, where they might connect, where they might go to. We're connecting to the government's TSA CARES program to um, allow for uh, facilitation of support at the TSA checkpoints around the country. Again, this goes beyond autism. It's now dementia, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, um, ALS, uh, anything non-visible, uh, we're trying to provide those services and we do this completely for free. It is entirely free. I've contracted with the government to do it for free because I want this to be widely accessible throughout society. My son, Jonathan, my son, Caden, loves routine. He, he loves to know what's coming. And if you tell him what's coming, he's pretty much prepared for anything life throws at him. But if you don't yep. warn him, it, it, it does create angst, it creates anxiety. So there were times yeah. in his life that we would go and we would rehearse a big day. You know, we would go to school before school started and we'd go walk the halls and we'd go to his locker and we would get that routine. So he didn't feel so overwhelmed when there were kids around, when it was crowded, whatever the case may be. Jonathan is, right. is in some way, is this part of what this program that you describe, is that what that's like? Yeah. And I view it if, if we had, and those who are listening can't see, me through the video stream, but I'm going to try and draw the picture for them. If you have a continuum of time and it starts before the trip and it ends when you get to the destination, and really that's not the end because you're going to return probably, the acclimation part, the before the trip, the planning, the understanding what might happen is a huge piece, as you, as you noted with your family and your personal experience. What many of these resources we're documenting allow you to do is to practice, is to go to a sensory room and have a mock airplane row of seats and practice with your child that may be on the spectrum or other similarly uh, similar circumstances to be able to show that individual what this will be like and what might occur. Um, I mean, this is this is about practicing for what will happen, 
we I, I attend, had an opportunity to learn in Hartford, Connecticut, and attend where an airline and a nonprofit, as filmed by Good Morning America, uh, practice with an entire community in that area of Connecticut um, to allow the agents at the airport, the agents of the airline, and the community to all engage at those different touch points well in advance of travel. Um, so I think it's a great opportunity as part of what Traveling Wiki is trying to do. Folks, you are listening to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. we got a fine guest live via stream. He is Jonathan Sutter, uh, wikitravels.com. Uh, did I get that right? I think Traveling I Wiki. reversed it. Travelwiki.com. Traveling. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. Travelingwiki.com. I should have just looked down at my notes here, Jonathan. Um, <laughs> sir, if I may ask, what the, the website, what information, yeah. where is that going to take me? And, and practically, yeah. if I'm the parent of, of let's say a non um, non vocal uh, autistic child, and and we're concerned about the prospects of going to grandma's house for Easter. Um, what yep. sort of recommendations is this website going to make to to our family? And can I actually ask you before I answer that specific question? One thing I wanted to note at the beginning was why this may be relevant to your audience that normally talks about global affairs and things you were just talking about before. Can I note that real quick? Sure, before I absolutely, that? sir. Okay. I, and, and I um, I prepped for this conversation by talking to leadership at the Autism Society of Wisconsin, as well as a couple of the leading experts globally, one of which lives and has lived most or all of his life in Wisconsin, to think about what is relevant to those listeners that are based in Wisconsin. I know we have some individuals in Illinois and Minnesota as well. Um, Autism, you know, I'm, I'm just going to read from the Autism Society of Wisconsin. It's a developmental disability. It, it affects how people think, how people communicate, how people act, inter interact, excuse me. It is a circumstance in life that is very different for very for, for different individuals. Um, it's relevant because the prevalence is one in 36. But when you start extending this to related situations, I mean, it's eight million probably just on the spectrum alone. And then you start growing this. I would suspect most people who are listening on the radio either have an, a situation of autism in their family or know someone or one of the other uh, non-visible um, disabilities. Back to your question, with respect to um, what you would find on Traveling Wiki. So we right now have a list of airports. That list of airports allow you allows you to prepare for what, like that planning that you mentioned, where you can sit with your child and talk or the individual, it doesn't necessarily have to be a child, that may be going through that travel journey. You can use the resource when you're planning what airports to fly into, out of, connect in, to know what resources are available by terminal. Some larger airports have them only in certain terminals. You can use that resource as well during your travels. If things happen, anomalous things happen, um, to, to adjust, you can use that resource to connect. So we're working with TSA Cares. We are the resource on tsa.gov within TSA Cares. Um, for non-visible disabilities, as I mentioned before, for Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, dementia, autism, ALS, and the like. Um, you can use this for engagement with your airline. It serves all those purposes. And I will say as well, TSA, we, we had a call with TSA this morning. Um, TSA has recognized, they put out a press release on January 12th, 2024. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I take this very, very, very seriously. Um, they noted that they had engaged with 187 organizations throughout 2023, they noted ours was the one to highlight in that press release on this particular topic. And that, that I take that extremely, it's a huge responsibility. I take it very seriously. And I you know, hope the listeners throughout Wisconsin and in Chicago and Minneapolis and the like um, understand that this, you know, this is meant to be a free resource for in those, those stakeholders. And I would love feedback. 
if you have suggestions. The last I did an interview in Des Moines um, at the time we spoke with Aaron Kernan, who's an extraordinary resource in, in Iowa on WHO. And we had people giving feedback and it was perfect. We added airports and, and the like. So, you know, I, I, again, I want to reinforce my appreciation for this opportunity. Jonathan, um, when when the child flies or, or adult or who, whatever the case may be, this this um, person that may or may not be verbal, uh, I yeah. s- suspect that often they're going to have a travel companion whenever possible. Um, are mm-hmm. there ways to sort of give them vocabulary? Do you do you warn the seatmates? Do you say, hey, it's my friend's first time traveling. It's my son's first time and he he suffers from anxiety you might see him flapping uh hand flapping uh which i know when my son was very young he did things like that to help relieve anxiety he one flight he flipped that shade up and down about a hundred times and you know i was apologetic to the neighbors but i felt like i had to give them some sort of explanation this is the only way this kid's going to make it yeah and there are programs um that we don't necessarily directly aren't directly involved with, but are certainly well aware of and, and support what they are trying to do, like the lanyard program to let others know that um, an individual um, sits in a situation where assistance might be might be helpful um, to provide guidance to other individuals. I mean, I, I think our resource, what I'm trying to do is create more cohesiveness in the journey by documenting an aspect of the journey and then creating a web of links to other resources. The other thing we talked about with TSA that we're working on, which I think is really could be potentially helpful to this audience and those around um, potentially worldwide, we're working in Silicon Valley. I'm actually in Silicon Valley today. I'm working remotely in what I do daytime. But we had a call this morning with um, some computer scientists, one of which was profiled in The Economist. So this is, you know, serious computer science um, expertise to try and um, build a generative AI chatbot to allow somebody to ask a question, say, let's use an example. We're working some in professional sports. I'm a Milwaukee Bucks fan. Um, I need to, I would like to fly to watch the Bucks play the Lakers in LA. My child is on the spectrum. What should I do? And have it provide information to you in response to that question that not only leverages our website, but leverages these other resources um, throughout the web. That's, I think, a really exciting next step that we hope to be able to get to over the near to medium term. Jonathan Sutter, founder of TravelingWiki.com. Uh, Jonathan, this is a, a, a wonderful, wonderful program you have going on here. Uh, what was the motivation? How did you start and how did you hook up with, with the TSA? I mean, it just seems like a lot of work, man. How did that go for you, the, the origins? I mean, there are, there are a lot of you know reasons for, for, for this. I would say the most powerful reason for this is that it was a need that nobody was filling. I mean, I think when you're an entrepreneur, and this I, I don't view this as an entrepreneurship or a startup, I view this you know, in a, in a different realm. But when you're an entrepreneur, you're looking for a problem that needs to be solved. You don't make a business because you wanna make a business, you make a business that solves a problem. This solved the problem and no one had solved it because there's not really money, I, in my opinion. There's a lot, this is not magic, right? There's not really money in this. This is about providing a public service for free to document what already exists. Um, and so the re- to answer your question, the reason I started it is because it was a real problem. I spoke to autism experts around the country. I spoke, um, there's an airport in Pittsburgh, um, and sorry, in, in, in um, Packer <laughs> land to talk about Steeler land, but um, there's a resource in Pittsburgh. I'm, fr- I'm from Northeast Ohio, so <laughs> it pains me also. No, in all seriousness, extraordinary people in the Pittsburgh area that built um, 
something called Presley's Place. Presley's a child on the spectrum, very similar to Mike's story of his, you know, his family and his, um, that child's dad, Jason, who I spoke to, asked the airport to build something for a family like theirs. This is about families, individuals, um, being able to travel, being able to access these resources to leverage, um, to leverage air travel. I guess one other point um, I wanted to make as well, you know, we talk about the common scenario of a, of a, of a family member um, traveling with a child. This is also about adults. I mean, what Pittsburgh thought through is how is an adult who has certain limitations supposed to, you know, change their clothes if they need somebody else to help them and there's not a family restroom around? How is an adult, I sat, I'm, I'm in Silicon Valley, I, I, I engage with San Geronimo Valley Community Center in Marin County um, with an individual 32 who's on, who has, um, who identifies Down syndrome. First time he had ever traveled and was talking about his experience and how he could leverage. And we discussed how he could leverage TSA cares. And I actually reached out to Administrator Pukowski of TSA, reports into um, Secretary of Homeland Security, reports into President Biden. So two steps away from the president, you know, presumably um, about this. And he responded to me, this is, I consider this extremely important. And again, once again, I really appreciate this opportunity. Jonathan, uh, give people the website once again if they want to research their own travel needs. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's traveling, T-R-A-V-E-L-I-N-G, wiki, W-I-K-I dot com. As I said, my uh, contact email is there. I welcome any feedback, advice. This is a community resource. Very passionate, man. I love people like you. Jonathan, thank you so much for your time. Have a great weekend, sir. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. You're welcome. Charged. Never convicted. The Devil's Advocates. Yeah, thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. Happy, happy Friday to us all. You can join us airing the grievances, taking your calls at 844-967-2789. Dominic, want to thank our most recent guest, the fine one, very passionate man, Jonathan Suter, Sutter. He is the founder of Traveling Wiki, W-I-K-I. Dot com, And again, I think this is a great cause. He's he's not doing it for the money, but he is a very yeah. passionate man, and I love passionate human beings. Uh, I felt compelled to bring him to our audience, Tom. You know, Fridays and all, we air the grievances. Not being able to travel via airline is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How do you no, get to Vegas that, that... in the Super Bowl that way? <laughs> right. Dom, you got a grievance for me, fella? Otherwise, I got one that's going to break your heart. Oh, no, you go. Well, we mentioned this one on the on the show yesterday, and somewhere along the line, it inspired our pal Rico to call in late in the show, and <laughs> yeah. he, he, he did a little rap. And I've got to air the grievance on behalf of Rico. I didn't really do a sufficient job beatboxing behind Rico. You know, I... I had seen my son do it before. I thought, well, this looks easy, but I feel like I let the man down. I lost the beat. And it could have used more cowbell, of course. But well, yeah. the source material, Dom, the source material, Ben Shapiro's number one on the, what, Apple iTunes, iTunes. download. <laughs> A little different than the Billboard number one. Similar, but different. <laughs> Uh, but Dom, I'm going to punish your ass because you weren't ready. If oh. you don't have an immediate answer that I'm going here, my man Nate's going to play a little rap. What's this? <laughs> what's this one's called? This one's the number one downloaded tune on the iTunes. What's what's it called, Nate? 
Uh, this is Tom McDonald featuring Ben Shapiro facts. These are the facts. Just the facts, ma'am. Play a little are we, bit. Are we listening to the whole thing or just the Ben Shapiro part? What, I, what I would say maybe up to the Ben Shapiro part. You want up to the Ben Shapiro part? Well, we want to hear Ben. I'll, I'll I'll start at the Ben Shapiro part. Let's do that. Let's let's he he's like the new Marshall Mathers. M&M. <laughs> yeah, not, but okay. All right, let's hear it. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Let's look at the stats. I've got the facts. My money like lives in my pockets are fat. Homie, I'm epic. Don't be a whap. Dog, it's a yamaka. Homie, no cap. Look at the graphs. Look at my charts. You're blowing money on strippers and cars. You go into prison. I'm on television. Dog, no one knows who you are. Keep hating on me on the internet. My comment section all woke Karen's. And I make racks off compound interest. Y'all live with your parents. Nikki, take some notes. I just did this for fun. All my people download this. Let's get a billboard number one. This ain't right. <laughs> You you get the idea. He claims billboard number one. He's not, looking not for quite. a billboard number one. But how does how does this this jackassery become the number one downloaded? And and you know I'm gonna work on my beatbox and we're gonna we're gonna get Rico in the studio and we're gonna oh man we're gonna I beat we're gonna that get out Iron and do some some rock and roll, dude. Well. That's the real plan. You know, <laughs> don't go telling the people on the radio right away that oh, we might okay, have okay. some musical collaborations in the works. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear Michael Jackson telling the world that he and Paul McCartney were making every and ivory together. Or was that Stevie yeah. wonder? Oh, well, that was, I remember uh, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Van Halen did the guitar on beat it, man. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. Um, Ben Shapiro, terrible rapper. Uh, that, that's just bad. That's not good. I think he's better uh, than you. I, I absolutely I disagree. Rap what, them. What, what? Rap them. Oh, come on, man. That's, that's prepared, written down, created, and rehearsed and thrown out, uh, on a, on a, uh, with, with music behind it. Right. Versus I'll coming off, for off, you. off of eight mile and just talking about your mother and, and going to Crandic. I mean, so. No, Cranbrook, Brooke. Uh, no, uh, so, but I'd rather sing, man. I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm a musician, baby. I got a guitar and everything. You're gonna carry over no, then? Horrible. That, that is, that is. Come on, how many? We, we've heard rap. Raps, you know, came, came around. It came, uh, to, to, to life. You know, when we were kids, man. I mean, Run DMC and Grandmaster Flash, right? Follow up with N.W.A. I mean, come on, put that stuff. Come away, on, Dom. Baby. Give me a little hip hop to the hip to the. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ben Shapiro is not, you know, re redefining the genre. That's just crap. So why is it being downloaded? Well, I mean, why do people download things, man? I didn't download it. I mean, I'm more of a streaming guy. I don't really download music anymore. I'm more of a streamer because you can just punch it in and play it. As long as you got an internet and a little memory on your phone. So uh, that's that's just terrible, Curdy. That's not good. I, and I would guarantee you, you and I are no no worse than that. Well, I would guess we could be significantly worse. I mean that that was not good, but I've heard us. We're we're really not good. This this could get ugly. <laughs> oh man, you ever? When's the last time you sat down and tried to write a rap, man, and found some musicians to put a beat down behind it? Never, right? Never. You don't know so that. Here's, okay, so here, did Ben Shapiro? Did he come up with this? Was this is this his own? creation or did he get the script right did he write the music did he write the beats or is this someone that was handed to him uh it's not my impression he wrote that because it's very simple dom here is 
how the Washington Post reported it. <laughs> oh, God. The song, a collaboration between Shapiro and Canadian rap artist Tom McDonald, is packed with lyrics that take aim at critics, the cultures, wars, and the rap genre in general, and calls out rap artist Nicki Minaj and Lizzo. Let's look at the stats. I got the facts. My money like Lizzo. My pockets are fat, said Shapiro. Nikki takes some notes. I just did this for fun. All my people download this. Let's get a billboard number one. Oh, he's. Oh, wow. It rhymes and everything. That, that That's really tough. That's a lot of work there. Dominic, being number one appears to be a big deal for Shapiro, who founded the Daily Wire in 2015 and currently holds his own political podcast and radio show. He recently changed his bio on X, formerly Twitter, to read world's number one rapper. <laughs> he titled one of his recent YouTube podcast videos, I am America's number one rapper in which he played the entire fax music video while praising the success of his song. Here's the difference. Podcaster, radio host, you might be able to rap, sir, but you'll never touch the greatest radio show ever. That happened right here. It's happening right now, and it begs your participation in hour number two. Coming back a happier Friday happy hour. Aaron of the Grievances, yours could be next, or... You can wrap it out with Dom. Head on head. On the air. Right now. Call 844-967-2789. It's a Friday party.